0: All right, this is Brent Leary, and uh, I'm sitting here in the sun, in the fun of Phoenix, Arizona, at Nexcon 17. And speaking of fun, Carol <laughs> Roth is with me, which is really cool. Carol, thank you for joining me.
1: I love that my introduction is fun. <laughs> of
0: course you're fun.
1: <laughs>
0: and we are just talking. <clears throat> you did this conversation series six years ago, over six years ago. Yeah. It's kind of hard for us both to believe.
1: I can't believe, <laughs> um, and, and we've done so many things since then that I, I just can't believe how fast the time flies, but it's cool to still have the connection and Absolutely. see small biz trends continue to thrive.
0: It's it's gotten bigger and bigger over the years, so that's really cool. Uh, so before we start talking about one of the things you did, you, you actually did a keynote session and a keynote panel here at NextCon, but it was all around customer experience. Uh, but before we jump into that, you do a lot of things i do so why don't you tell us a little bit about some of those things
1: sure so my short version is that i'm an entrepreneur and i play myself on television (laughs) but the experience ranges from founding a legacy planning product called future file to help you organize your wishes and informations and help your loved ones in the case of aging issues or passing I'm also a recovering investment banker. I've done a couple billion dollars of transactions. a New York Times bestselling author of The Entrepreneur Equation. As I said, I'm in front of a camera for all different kinds of people, um, usually a couple times a week. And uh, my favorite tidbit is that I have my own action figure.
0: Not everybody can say that. It's, really it's not everybody. Cool. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so at this conference, the, the whole theme is around customer experience. Yes. And you talked about customer experience 3.0. Yeah. Maybe you could give us a little high level uh, view of what that is and and how did we get from 1.0 to 3.0.
1: So customer loyalty is really at the core of all marketing and selling that needs to be done these days because what's happened is technology has made it so easy to reach everyone that everyone has taken advantage of that. So while you can reach everybody, you can't really get their mind share. And so it's really all about how do you engage a customer that you already have that relationship with to not only sell more to that customer, whether it be more frequently or with upsells, but how to use them as a conduit to spread the word within their own circles of influence. So that's sort of the the underlying foundation of why I focus so much on customer loyalty. I think the way we get from 1.0 to 3.0 is if you think about old school, what's a customer loyalty program, you think about your app or your punch card, buy nine, get the tenth free, or earn a point per dollar. But it does a lot of different things. It it creates almost this level of price competition. Buy nine and get the tenth free is like a 10% discount you have to work really, really hard to get. (laughs) Uh, And then it allows other people to try to undercut that. It also creates loyalty to a program instead of to your brand or your company. And I find that to be a really bad strategy for companies because people get wrapped up in what you're giving them versus the value proposition that you're offering them through the company. And then it influences the people who spend directly, but it doesn't capture those influencers who are indirectly bringing people into your business. And so as we move from 1.0 to 2.0, which is sort of using influencers in the same way, 3.0 is really about building relationships with customers, understanding them, listening to them, knowing that they care, or knowing that you care, and, and really just focusing on building that authentic relationship between you as a company and what you're offering and that customer. Now, it sounds very, very simple okay, we understand, we should be nice to customers, we should build relationships. (laughs) It is not easy to do, and that's why so few companies have done it well. And part of the reason why it's so challenging is that everybody is tuned into what I call their own radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me. (laughs) So as a company, you need to figure out for each customer what is going to drive the loyalty to them, and then also figure out within that particular situation with that customer, is it something different depending on the life cycle where you're at with that customer? And so I created a model with five pillars of loyalty that you can use to help make that process much easier for you. But the one thing that I always tell companies is that you still have to listen. It always starts with listening because even if you know the five pillars, if you're applying it to the wrong customer at the wrong time, you're still not going to create that relationship.
0: Do you find that companies, well, let me, what's the hardest thing that companies ha, are faced with or are having troubles with when it comes to understanding how to deliver consistent, successful customer experiences
1: over time? I think it's the consistency factor. I think people really want to be one and done. That I, I did this thing for you once.
0: We're good. we're good we're <laughs> good
1: and now i'm gonna go away and focus on someone else and as we know in our personal lives that doesn't work very well you can't just bring flowers home one time and expect that that is going to you know forgive for life. you right for, for life you never have to bring flowers or candy again right that appreciation has to be shown throughout the course of the relationship or the relationship breaks down right so it's the same thing with the business relationships is that the, the consistency level i think is really challenging And then the other thing I think is really challenging is that personalization, which shouldn't be difficult at all. Between social media and conversations and technology, it's very easy to create a what we call it, intimacy file. I know that sounds very Victoria's Secret, but I don't mean it that way. Just a a file where you know things about people. You know their favorite sports teams. You know if they have kids. You know their favorite food, whatever it is, so that you can just pull up those notes and know what it is that makes that person tick and then be able to apply that right factor. I think what companies do is they have their, what they call it, their shtick. So we're just going (laughs) to give everybody this. This is our present this is our swag it's not
0: personalized you're no, getting what everybody else. Does. you're
1: getting what everyone else and then, then it becomes very transactional right. and loyalty is never transactional and so if you don't take the time to understand the person and do something that's special for them they're gonna know they're gonna know that this is you're the guy who shows up with flowers on the first date every <laughs> single time not that I'm allergic to flowers and that maybe you should have shown up with some chocolates
0: yeah well what do you think about uh, companies like Amazon who? They don't necessarily have a touchy-feely relationship, but people love Amazon because they deliver, you know, to the things that they value a lot, which two-day free shipping, you get me my stuff, you make it easy for me to get my stuff. It's not, you know, fancy schmancy, but it is the experience that people are looking for.
1: That's absolutely it. So the easy is a huge pillar of loyalty. If you can make it easy for somebody to do something, especially nowadays where time is at a premium, they make it easy to to get done. They have a really wide selection. So you're one and done. And if you run into a problem, they never ask you about it. They just take care of it. So they're um, really delivering on what I call the customer service pillar. And that's why Amazon's successful. A lot of people think it's because Amazon has low prices. If you actually price shop Amazon, I'm telling you right now, Amazon does not have the lowest prices. Not you can, yeah, you, you can usually find whatever you're looking for somewhere else better. But, but if you look- said at
0: your uh, your thing yesterday always go for value not right you never, right. You, never on price. you
1: never want to compete on price you always want to compete on value and that's what they did they started with the price to attract your attention but it's that customer is that value add that makes you stay with Amazon so as long as they're within the realm and the range it's gonna be so much easier for you to do business with them and that's why they have you know sort of dominated every industry that they've walked into and will probably continue to do so and on
0: that note, <laughs> give us uh, one or two things that next year or so that it's going to be really important for particularly SMBs to get right when it comes to customer experience, if it's something technology related or is it just good old fashioned stuff? What do they really need to get right over the next couple of years?
1: I think that it always goes back to basic. You know, we 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 always say, "Oh, what's the vision for the future?" And I think the future vision is always tools but tools always help the underlying foundational elements that never really change. And so understanding your customers and leveraging your existing customers will continue to be more and more important. I know it's very appealing or you maybe think it's the right thing to do that I have to go out and get new customers, but if you haven't spent the time on your existing customers figuring out if they can buy from you more frequently or upselling them figuring out what what other products and services you can offer them so each time they buy they're buying more from you you're doing them and yourselves a disservice um, if you're not leveraging them for referrals directly or indirectly yeah. you are doing yourselves and them and their friends a disservice so I really think it is coming back to that that core focus when you're trying to attract a new customer if you have an existing customer who can do that for you their level of influence with the new customer is going to be so much higher than your ability to try to cut through all of the noise that's out there and get somebody's attention so most small businesses haven't spent any time going back to their existing base and really trying to monetize that and the amount you can grow your business from just those people who really do have that passion for your business, who at a minimum know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's the, the easiest thing they can possibly do as a small business. Wow.
0: So, where can people learn more about what Carol Roth is up to?
1: Yes. So, you can visit me online at carolroth.com on Twitter, especially if you have a slightly warped sense of humor <laughs> at Carol J.S. Roth. And please check out Future File at FutureFile.com so we can help you protect your loved ones in their biggest time of need.